Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. As usual, for the past three years, we've been at Connecticut School of Broadcasting doing our usual routine on Fridays. But as you know, during these awful times, we have to make adjustments. Everybody's made adjustments, as you've seen on ESPN, Fox Sports. Everybody has made adjustments. Even weathermen have been working from home. And as you know, you know what's happening right now. So we got to play it smart. So we are giving to you Keys to the City from a different perspective. Again, like we said last week, it was a tough time for us, for all sports fans. And to see where we are at now, one week later, the NFL is doing what the NFL does best. And they're getting adjusted as well. The breaking news yesterday, Sean Payton was tested positive for coronavirus as well. So that just adds to the level of concern now for the NFL, dealing with one of the big names in the league. So now, you're seeing the, the big moves. All week, free agency. That's what's been dominating the sports headlines for the entire week. And as I said, everybody's getting adjusted to this new lifestyle. Well, Tom Brady is getting adjusted to the new lifestyle. Phillip Rivers is getting adjusted to this new lifestyle. But there are still some quarterbacks and highly talented quarterbacks on the market whether that's going to be through trade still or free agency and if you see on our show we have a poll we have a couple polls that if you want to check it out you can vote give us your give us your intake so Brady and Fritt Rivers we seem like those were the two big names coming into the offseason of the quarterback market absolutely and Ted well those two guys are going to unfamiliar territory now two quarterbacks that have combined 36 years with those respective teams. 20 years with the Patriots from Brady and 16 with Rivers. Well, Rivers is going to Indy, and now Brady, it's official, is going to Tampa. You, you know, I don't know if you want to announce his contract, what his contract is. Two years, is. $50 million. He's going to be getting $9 million in incentives as well. There's no trade clause in his deal. And interesting... 50 is guaranteed. 50 guaranteed, all guaranteed. And also, there is no tags. In his clause. No, so what does that no mean? Tag, yeah. There's going to be no franchise tax. So what does that mean going forward for Tom Brady? And I just said, is he going to be playing until 50 years old? Could it possibly happen? I mean, he's doing right now at 43, and he still looks like he's not losing a step in his going forward. Going forward. Well, and, and we only thought that, and I think because of the situation that had occurred in New England where, you know, we're used to seeing Edelman and Gronk and all these weapons, and last year was probably one of his worst seasons as a player, I think statistically. Yeah. I mean, just everything. The offensive line was really poor. Gronk retired, so it really showed the lack of weapons that he had occurred. You know, you think about it, they were in the Super Bowl the year before and had won it. Yeah. And then to be in the position that they are in now, you know, we did post a poll question, are the Patriots going to be better in the long run by letting, hold on, by letting Brady go and maybe say, let's say they tank. And maybe they're going to do it, hold on, maybe they're going to do it the right way and maybe get one of the top quarterbacks. But we talked about it a little bit the other day on the show. We talked about Brady. He went to Bucks. That was when the news actually broke. We talked about it. We're like, okay, he came there. We didn't know what the deal was. Mm -hmm. I think it's... We didn't project it to be that. I don't think anyone really. Ted, had you thought he was going to stay. You thought he was. I, there listen, was no way he was. Didn't leaving. you think he was staying? 
I you go Tennessee, but I could have, I would have not been surprised. I mean, if he would have retired as a Patriot, I would have just thought that was the inevitable. But like I said, we're going to talk about it throughout the, in a little while with the Patriots. Can they benefit from actually losing Brady? We'll talk about that. Also, I want to just say the running back market. What has happened to Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, all these guys? I know that two of them have new teams. We'll talk about that. But what does the future hold for running backs, the big names? And we have one of them and maybe the biggest in the league in Saquon Barkley. We'll talk about that as well. And then we'll talk about the New York Giants. We haven't, a lot of, we haven't talked about the Giants a lot this free agency pair, but we're going to talk about that because we still don't know the month the NFL draft is a month and three days away and we still don't know what the New York Giants are going to be doing even with the recent moves in free agency but like I said Brady and Rivers are gone they're getting adjusted to new life Tampa Bay Tampa life baby and then Indianapolis there's still two interesting quarterbacks on the market and there is they're some of the biggest names in the league Jameis Winston and two former first-round uh, number one picks that are going to become available. Heisman Trophy teams. winners. Heisman Trophy winners as well. National champions as well. <laughs> Cameron New Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. Now, Cam Newton's a bit of a surprise because, well, I didn't think the Panthers would kind of just say we're done with him because I still believe he is the better of the two. And to answer the question, who is the interest more interesting quarterback on the market? Is it Jameis Winston? Is it Cam Newton? I know Derek Carr is available. I know that maybe it's possibly available. I know Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett. But you look at those two, those are the two big names. And there are some teams that still need quarterbacks. The Miami Dolphins, I know they have Fitzpatrick. Are they going to draft Tua? The Chargers, are they going to draft Tua or Herbert? And then you got the Patriots, who is, well, I know that Jared Stidham's there right now, but I, 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 how, how serious are you going to take Cody Kessler and well, Jared Stidham? You asked this question. I told you the other day, my answer is Jameis Winston. He's the more intriguing quarterback. Oh. He's the younger quarterback. He's oh. the more Right now, he's the more athletic quarterback. He's the better quarterback. He is the better quarterback. He has so much. Listen, different. he threw for five thousand yards. He's the better passer. He's the oh, better. So, he's oh, the so better pure passer. He went 30, 30. He, he did go thirty thirty. It's a hell of a story. Maybe one day it'll be a story on ESPN. What is it like you with Madden? Do you so, remember that year with Madden that you played and you yeah, got so like, and you got so, and you had so mad at me because I deleted it and you had forty touch you had forty three touchdowns and forty one picks and you got mad. It was horrible. It was a terrible year. I but I was undefeated. To, I just have to say it was a terrible. It was year. Get back to what you were saying. That was my player mode. Yeah, you were really mad at me. I said Jameis Winston. First of all, he's the younger quarterback. He's taken less of a beating. We know. Cam Newton's part of his game is his athleticism, be able to run the football and, and be that extra running back in the backfield. Mm -hmm. I'm more worried for a guy that's going to be 30 years old, 31 years old, and coming off a shoulder surgery. Now, this is surgery last year that they said he couldn't even throw the ball. He was in so much pain. The year before, he's had leg injuries. He's taken a beating. That's not a guy that I want to go forward with. First of all, He's never been that great of a passer. Never have been. Even in his MVP season, he was never that great of a passer. Not the most accurate quarterback. Jameis Winston was the more accurate quarterback. He is. He's the better pure passer. But here's the problem what you say with Winston is he's too turnover prone. And listen, we know that. Take away, they were 7-9 and nine last year with him going, uh, throwing for 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. You know, take 10 picks away, 30 and 10. I mean, 30 and 20. They're maybe a playoff team, or they're at least nine and seven. You don't know. Listen, when you're throwing five touchdowns and four picks, and you're giving your defense not an opportunity to make the team go 80 yards every time they're going 30, 40 yards because you're throwing a pick every other down, you're not helping your team. Um, 
So that's why, to me personally, Winston is the better quarterback going forward. He has less injury concerns, and I just think he's a better pure passer. The problem is his turnover uh, concern. And Injuries and, for me is and, more of a concern than I think you can curb, you can you can calm down the the turnovers. You can't calm down the injuries because older guy, physicality, I'm glad, I'm glad you, quarterback. And I'm glad you said that because well, one of the biggest things, and and we could know because we have a quarterback that has been getting knocked because of his turnover issues and Daniel Jones. I, me, personally, I would take Cam Newton just because I know he's dealing with injury history. I know that he's not an accurate quarterback, but you know what? I know what the guy is going to give me. I We don't actually know what he's going to bring next year, but from the past, I know what he's going to give me. We don't know if it's going to be a new Cam Newton because he hasn't played. He's been he's been getting surgeries. He's been healing. He was getting better. Plus, with the he coronavirus, you don't know what exactly, you don't know thing. what his his test is. And you know, Jameis Winston. If you bring him in, he has he no injury concern oh, background. Hold on. He does. And my biggest thing is, you help your team by scoring, correct? You don't help your team with turning the ball over. Jameis Winston has has turned over the ball more than Tom Brady has in the past five, four seasons. Think about that. Jameis Winston had 30 picks last year, or 31. Tom, Tom Brady, the past four years, has had a combined 29. I know you want to have, you would take Jameis Winston. I get that. But to me, when you have a quarterback that throws to 30 picks, he's a turnover machine. Yeah, but what is Cam going to bring you? He gives me. He, he hasn't played a good season in two years, Trev. At least I know Winston's going to be on the field for sixteen maybe games. Maybe that because of, maybe it's that I'm not investing cheap? a guy that's going to miss. What half about a cheap season? deal? I'm not taking a guy that's going to. I'm not, okay. What, so he's a home run hitter. I get that. He's a swinger mess. He's a guy that can give you the thirty touchdowns, but he's also a guy that will give you the twenty to maybe twenty five. Okay. Picks. So this is so, well, let's use a, so let's use the baseball term. I'd rather use a guy that can give me forty home runs, but might give me two hundred strikeouts. So you want a Chris Davis? No, not, a, not a Chris Davis because that's that he's a bad player. He's not. He's a guy that also hit forty home I'll runs. I'll take Stan, Giancarlo Stan, perfect example. Home runs and a low average and strikeouts. That's all I'm right. Trying, I, you're gonna take Stan or you're gonna take the injury guy. You want a guy that you know is going. Well, you talk about this. We talk about this on the field. Availability. Oh yeah, you availability. Know, Winston better, doesn't yeah. get hurt. He's been on the field. His biggest issue has been the turnovers. But you can you can change that. You can make it better. Some of his attributes, the problem is because he's such a confident guy that he thinks, it's kind of Brett Favre mentality, I can make every throw and I can force it and and that's going to be, that's who I am. And you know, if I throw a pick, don't worry, I'm coming right back out and I'm going to stick it right down your throat. Cam Newton, you got to worry if he can make a three-yard pass because his shoulder's shot. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I, I, I get that. You could, I mean, to see both of these names, both starting quarterbacks, and we've heard the possibilities of Jameis Winston maybe becoming a backup quarterback. I mean, you think about that. He was a former number one pick, has been a starter since coming in. Then you look at Cam Newton, MVP, went to the Super Bowl. He was number one pick. To see that these two guys are still available and the teams are, are, are kind of getting smaller. It's, the window's closing for the quarterback market in the NFL right now because all their teams, majority, about more than three quarters, dude, 80 to dude, more than maybe three quarters. Everyone pretty much right, has a quarterback except for the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Chargers. Everyone has a quarterback. Right, about 90% of the and, league. And maybe the Redskins, if you're questioning Dwayne Haskins. Don't get mad at me because I'm interrupted. There's, there really is there's a surplus of quarterbacks. And... With today's day and age, a lot of teams would rather take the college quarterback 
then take the guy like a Cam Newton or Jameis Winston. It's it, it's it's incredible because you brought up Ted. You said to me, you said Trent, or whatever. You said Ted. To think about these two guys being on the open market, not being able to even have a possibility of a job. I sent you the thing on Jameis Winston on Instagram. said Jameis Winston might not have a job. I don't think that'll be eventually. I think eventually he'll sign, and he could be a very good value. I've heard names like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why not? You sit behind this, this Big Ben for two years. Why not? You're still young. You weren't in a great system. It's a great organization. It's well-run. You know they put pieces around you. You know they have a good defense. And it might be something that you can learn from a veteran quarterback like Big Ben to sit behind and learn and maybe that'll do him. Cam, do you think can you imagine though Cam going to a team? Who's he sitting behind? I I could see Jameis Winston becoming more of the backup than Cam Newton. Absolutely. That's me. Well, that just says that there's teams that would be more intrigued and would rather. I don't have think Cam, Cam will Newton even have a team. Would rather have. I, I don't think. I think teams would rather have Winston. There's than going Cam. to be a team that's going to go try to make an attempt to trade for Cam Newton because be, he is available. Can I make a statement before you? Go They're ahead. not going to trade for him. Two reasons. One, because of this coronavirus, so you can't do any medical on him. Two, no one's going to want to pay his 19 million dollar salary. So that means. So why are you going to trade for a guy that you don't know his medical record? You know what the Panthers are end up doing? They're going to end up releasing him. It's going to be yeah. a girly thing. They're going to end up releasing him. The only thing is there'll be no get dead cap salary on the books for Carolina. So we said a couple weeks ago that this offseason would be different from other past, and Ted said no. Well, I said pretty much yes because of the quarterbacks that were going to become available in this offseason. And the biggest name of all, and the biggest name in the league, just change teams. We didn't think it was going to happen. But we also didn't think that sports would we would not be having sports right now either. It's it's the way this year has been. 2020 will go down as one of the strangest years maybe in in our lifetime. I, I don't know if other people would say, it, but in our lifetime to see Tom Brady, you always want to put Brady in the comparisons of like the Jeter or the Kobe's because those are guy two guys, Dirks, Duncans, all legends stayed with one team. But then you can also see Montana going, Namath leaving, Favre. Favre. I, I got the names, bro. Jordan. I mean, all these guys, the biggest Patrick names. Patrick Ewing, Patrick, Carl Malone. Just a bunch of names in general. Some of the biggest names in their, le in their league at the time went to a new team. So it isn't new. But we're just not used to seeing Brady in another uniform. And it's going to be odd coming into the next season. So then you see all the quarterbacks still available, and they've gone. All these quarterbacks are gone, except two that have become, that could still become quarterbacks, that starters, reliable starters, capable starters in this league, and Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. If you, didn't, if you get a chance to see our show, you can also go vote right now. We have a poll out right now. Who would you rather have, Jameis or Cam? It's pretty much, it's a very simple question. Who would you rather have? You heard it from us, Ted. I'm glad we differed on this one. <laughs> Speaking of free agency, We've seen our New York Giants. This is a team that's been desperate in need of help for playmakers on the defense, okay? But they also need offensive line help. I could sit here Friday, right now, after the moves that the Giants have made, Blake Martinez, Bradbury, Fackrell, um, Fleming, Camp Fleming, just a couple of the names, re-signing Leonard or franchising Leonard Williams, who eventually going to resign Mayo, hopefully. David Mayo as well. I sit here right now, Still wondering what the New York Giants are going to do at number four. Everybody wants to say, oh, this certainly means that the Giants are going to draft Simmons, or this certainly means the Giants are going to draft Worfs or Willis or Becton. I could sit here right now and honestly tell you, I don't know what the hell the Giants are going to do. I don't know what the hell Dave Gettleman's going to do in a month from now. 
I mean, for all we know, uh, you never know. He falls in full bloom love, like he said last year with Daniel Jones, and drafts somebody out of the blue. But right now, those are the two main positions that I see. is defense is linebacker, because I think they assured up the cornerback with Bradbury signing. I think I think Jeffrey Okuda is out of the running, but like I said, we don't know what no. Dave Gettleman is I, thinking because they, we didn't draft. They went up for a first round, DeAndre Baker. You said all the names. To Sam Beal, Gory Ballantyne just are on the list yes. right now. Yeah, you, drafted, you also had Julian Love. You got Jabril Peppers in yeah. safety. They went now go, you just they let go of Antoine Bethea, the veteran safety. Yep. I told you the other day, I think Julian Love will end up moving to safety position. That's what Notre Dame end up using him also in the slot. I think it it'd adds, be nice. It adds versatility. You're they not, are young. In the secondary, Very Bradbury's young Joseph, too. He's only 26 years old. You get him at not even in his prime. You're getting him in the prime, and you look at his stats. You know, is he worth 15 million dollars? We don't know, but all you know is I. You people, at, free agency people are going to get overpaid. Stop with the he doesn't deserve. They're going to get paid. If you think you're going to get a seven or five or five to seven million a year from player, then you're going to get that's beginning. not realistic. But bro. this is what I the, know, I this know. is what people think that all these guys shouldn't be getting paid big money. This is what free agency does for you. You're going to get paid. These guys are going to get overpaid. Paid. If you do not think so, you're going to be getting third or fourth stringers. That's what you get with the money. It's how the market is dictated now. And with all the new CBA, it's only going to get bigger. So people that are complaining, oh, he went for too much, you sound like an idiot because that's what it's going to be. Go on, Ted. I don't remember. I got nothing. I you, got, you, nothing. You, you got nothing. You, you stumped me. You got nothing. I got nothing. Wow. That. I stumped my brother. I, I do. I do agree with your what you say. I don't know what the Giants would do. I think the two. I think the two obvious choices are either the tackle position. Duh. I know someone's gonna say Ted. I know absolutely. Thanks. Captain obvious. And I think. Captain and I think obvious. the other person that we really have been intrigued about, and since day one, has been Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker slash safety slash cornerback slash Mister Do Everything. The Swiss. Army, the Swiss Army knife of college football and could do that and. We talked about this before last week's show and other things about Joe Judd's loves versatility. You don't want to tell me about a square peg going in a circle hole. You want to tell me about what a guy can do and all the things that he, how he can help the defense. Isaiah Simmons can rush the passer, so it adds versatility. There's still a lot of pass rushers out he there. He can play I, corner I, too. I know I mean, that's the thing. Well, he's not going to play corner, but, but you know what I mean. Be in the slot, get and, the tight ends. And when you're going against guys like Zach Ertz, you know, and some of these athletic tight ends, yeah. you know, you're going to play the the Bucks this year. O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait. You know, we don't. I don't know the full Giants schedule. Zach Ertz, George I, I think they're playing the 49ers, too, this really? year, so they got to play George Kittle. So you're going to need to just talk about the best tight ends in the game. So you're going to need guys that can match up with these guys. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. So let's talk you, – you went into the Giants, so let's talk a little bit. Bradbury move, I like it. Okay, he was the – I – I like he, was the, the, I, he was the second, second best, best corner in I, this market. But I like the deal compared to what the Miami Dolphins gave Byron Jones. It's a hell of a lot better deal. It's a three-year deal, $45 million. It's all front-loaded. That's what the Giants did a lot of their contracts. They front-loaded, and people might not understand. But what that does is that it gives the Giants flexibility going forward. So... They're not locked into contracts going forward. So Joe Judge, you know, even listen. Let's understand something. We're Giant fans, but the Giants are not looking to win the Super Bowl this year. This is about building chemistry. This is about building a team. This is about building a team that can compete and win more than four games. That you know, we're looking for eight, nine, ten wins this year. That's a realistic goal for the Giants. We thought that was last year's goal. That was unrealistic. This is a realistic goal. Eight to nine to ten wins this year. We got a quarterback that's going in his second year. He threw for over three thousand yards. He threw for four touchdowns in multiple games with no picks a lot of quarterbacks I think I think you even told me maybe only one other quarterback in the league did that all all last season you know we like to get Saquon back to where he was his rookie season don't do that because you're oh, shaking sorry. the computer shaking the computer getting people nervous I'm sorry oh, oh, they no, think what? it's an earthquake around here well with the way 2020 is going you never you never know so, so you like to deal with Bradbury 
he's going to bring a solid number one day corner right there. And he's a big yeah. corner. He's a good-sized corner. Now you got DeAndre Baker and like we multiple. And he came from a division that he's battling some of the best receivers. Michael Thomas, My Julio. Julio um, Julio. Michael Thomas. I said Julio. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Those are four of the best receivers in the game last yeah, week. Yeah, and then you also had, and then the kid from Carolina who had a really good season. DJ Moore as well, DJ. who we had to probably go against in practice. So this guy has gone against some of the best, and he has done his job. The Giants needed cornerback help, ladies and gentlemen. And now people still want to complain. Like, this is just—it's just comical. That people are still complaining. Yeah, but that's a society we live in. People complain about everything. They're I idiot. They're idiots. I complain about you. You talk too much, and the people that you complain about oh, me. I don't oh. know about that. We should we should have posted a poll on that. No, listen. who speaks more? Uh, it depends. It, 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 it depends on what I, I, we're talking about. I, would say I mean, if it's the intro, you go on forever, but that's okay. I gotta get my time in, bro. I know because I love to talk. That was part of my problem as a kid. I couldn't shut the hell up, and that's why my, the teachers used to call the house and say, "You uh, well, Mrs. Keys, uh, your son never shuts up in class." And so that's true. So let's stop talking about me, even though we. I why we can we can talk about we can start talking life stories. So let's go to the next big signing. Blake Martinez, the linebacker from Green Bay. A lot of people can question it because they could say, "Hey, listen." He led the league in solo tackles last year with last 114 in Green Bay. Was it the last two years? Yeah. He has worked with the defensive coordinator, Graham, who was in Miami last year. That's yeah. So he, so they have familiarity. That's a lot of the thing that the Giants— And people get nervous about that because people just see, oh, this guy was—we he, he need a pass coverage guy or something like that. And it's just how people like. Look, that's the thing. But the Giants like familiarity. What's the Giants? The Gettleman brought in guys that he was Bradbury. familiar Bradbury, who he drafted in the second round out of Stanford. Graham and what's it, Frackle? Is that how it was? Yeah, Frackle. Yeah, who was also a former. Who had ten and a half sacks for Green Bay a year ago when Graham was the coordinator for Green Bay. Go ahead, Bob. Here's the thing about the whole Blake Martinez signing. The New York Giants has have been desperately needing a linebacker, a presence in the middle of that backfield since Antonio Pierce. The Giants feel that Blake Martinez is that guy. I know us Giant fans think that it's not a good signing. Me? I like it. He was one of the best sign the best linebackers in this market. And for everybody that's oh, we didn't get Connor, we're not gonna get in the Guacqua. What do you want to spend? You just said you you get mad about spending fifteen million on a cornerback that we need for a position, but we want to go spend thirty million or twenty five million with Jadavian Clowney. And I don't and I don't like, get, what is do you understand what people are saying? And I don't think Byron do Jones comprehend? is I don't think Byron Jones is that much better cornerback than Bradbury. Go look at the numbers. He's good, but he's yeah, he's not like that. He's not a he's he's not that much better. This is now if you were saying okay, Darius Slate was on the open market compared to Bradbury, and someone got Darius Slate and they paid him that money. Now I understand where you're coming from but this is a guy in Byron Jones who had zero picks he's had two picks in his career okay he, he got beat multiple times as a Dallas Cowboy cornerback if you're a Giant fan you should know that just look it up he's not that good he's very athletic but he's not worth the money that he's getting paid so you got to look at the value if you're going to get similar cornerbacks right and you're going to pay a guy what do you get 52 million guaranteed bud it was some. It was it was fifty million guaranteed. It was it was crazy yeah, number. Yeah. You know, it was like eighty million total overall. And you're gonna get Bradbury. Fifty two million. When you, when you get Bradbury, who's three years, forty five million. You got to look at the value. You got to look at the long term long term value. And this is a good move. He's twenty six. He's athletic and he's played against great competition. He's done really well. So Blake Martinez, we know he's a really good run stopper. He did really well for Green Bay. Now you can knock him on the pass coverage. Yeah, I know he gave up over eighty percent of the completion percentage when he was facing, um, you know, going against the pass coverage. But you know what, Alex Ogletree was the same thing. If we get a guy like Isaiah Simmons and you get and you can go multiple sets with all these secondary guys that we had mentioned before. Mm -hmm. 
We'll be fine. Well, well, you well, got, listen, you gotta have faith. I, I because saying this. if you keep knocking your team for every move they do, trust me. Have you looked at? Do you, you, look, on, do you look on Twitter? You're not. <laughs> you, you, you are a true fan, but you're not giving your team a. Here's the thing: with the signing of Blake Martinez, it doesn't rule out Isaiah Simmons. With the signing of Cam Fleming, it doesn't rule out Jedrick Willis or Tristan Wirfs. We're still a month away. The New York Giants, and I've been saying it, no matter what the Giants do at four, or if they trade back to what the Dolphins, the Chargers, or the Panthers, or even farther back, it doesn't matter. They're going to get a player that they're going to plug in and is going to make an immediate impact. And that's all I want, and I think I could speak for both of us, that's all we want as New York Giant fans. We want this team to improve. We want the best player that can make this team go in the right direction and get us to where we hopefully get to, which is trying to win Super Bowls again, winning the NFC East Championship. Here's my thing. People That's who the question thing. the moves, tell me someone that you're going to get better that you were no, because they're all like, But somebody says, okay, Byron Jones is a better corner. All right. I, 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 I'll, I'll agree with you. Well, you can give me the stats and whatever you want, but are you going to pay him $52.5 million a year? I mean, I mean, sorry, guaranteed. I mean, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna, Imagine you're gonna pay like that. Million. I mean, you know, you're gonna have to pay Saquon. You know, you're gonna have to pay other guys. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna pay a guy that serious money. Think about. Thank God you're not a GM. Think then. about where Byron Jones is compared to quarterbacks in general. You know, if you're telling me Patrick Peterson a couple years ago, you're gonna give me Darius Slay. You're gonna give me some of these top. Byron Murphy's not a. Top, uh, Byron Jones is not a top five quarterback. He is a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Where did he come from? Washington. Out of course, Huskies. Pac-12. Huskies. Of course, he was supposed to be a first-round pick. I think he went second round because he had the ACL. He tore his senior year. Don't question me with that stuff. I like the show. I understand. People say Blake Martinez. Most of his tackles were down the field. All right, but that's because the defensive line wasn't doing their job. If he's making tackles nine yards down the field, listen. I played high school football. A lot of people have. I led my team of tackles, and most of my and as a free safety. A free now that's a problem. That's because the D line's not doing a job. We got three solid D linemen. Okay, you got you got Wendell Williams, you got Dexter Lawrence, and Tomlinson. And Tomlinson. Those are three heavy set guys. Now I don't know if they're going to go with three, four, or four, three. They might, but if knows? they if the defense can be stout up front, right, yep. and you let your linebackers roam from side to side, they won't be able to make they won't make tackles. Ten yards down the field, they'll be making tackles at the line of scrimmage. If your offense, if your defense line is getting the rear rank kicked five yards down the field, you can't do anything about that. You know, Ray Lewis, what made him great? Go read the book and read the story about. It. He'll 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 talk about Tony Saragusa and those guys and Sam. Uh, what was it? Sam. It was a big guy. See, uh, he was a big, big D tackle. He came from Buffalo, I remember, in the 2000s. But he Williams? had two, no, but he had two huge, huge D tackles that made everything so easy for him to make plays. You know, your me, defensive line has to be the starting point. If your defensive line, so, I wish I could say the way, is getting the rear end kicked, and that's me, the best way I can me, use. Let me, you're going to make tackles five yards down the field. Let me let me ask you a question. We're a month away, and so, so we could get so we could shift over to the next part. Of um, Littleton's it. not clearly better because if you look at his pass coverage. He gained the same amount of pass coverage, 83%. Blake Martinez was an 82 or 83%. Littleton was an 82 and a half. So anybody in that, coverage. So somebody that wants to say he's a much better, go look at your Pro Football Focus because I know well, that's pro, where you, I know that's where you got it from. Pro Football Focus is a joke. Okay. Pro Football Focus, I, I know. Trust me, I'm not. That's a whole other discussion that I, I don't like Pro Football <laughs> Focus at all because their metrics are. They're, Value on some of these guys. Yeah, it's it's out of they're out of their mind. It doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, and they're the same people that think the New York Giants should take uh, Jerry Judy at four. For everybody that wants to think, uh, yeah, I saw the that. great pro football focus is amazing. 
Go read your facts. Sometimes you just gotta know the game and see it visually than than being about numbers and analytics. Let me ask you this quick question. Analytics are great to back up your point if it's proven on the field. Let me go to this. Uh, we're a month away, and so we can get over to the next. Is there's three players in the running for the Giants to me at four if they can if they stay at four, and that's Isaiah Simmons, that's Tristan Wirfs, and that's Dredrick Willis. If you had to pick right now, you. New York Giants, number four selection. No trade, bar, barring no trades. Who the Giants, in your mind, will take? I mean, I think it's, for me, it's, it's because I see what Isaiah Simmons can do defensively. Now, people will question the move and say, listen, he doesn't have a direct position. He, he Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Could be it's, both. It's, it's, a, could could, be both. it's a bad thing if your defensive coordinator doesn't know how to use him. Brett Venables for Clemson knew how to use him wisely. Now, Patrick, if, if, Graham, Patrick Graham had a guy similar to that in Miami and Minka Fitzpatrick and didn't work out, if you remember. Because he could do a lot of things. He could play linebacker. He could play off-ball court. He could play in the slot. He could play safety. And he got traded. And look how the I think personally I want Isaiah Simmons him. because of what he can do and we know how bad our defense is. But I think I understand the point of offensive tackle because – you you pr- have, you're protecting you your value, yes. your number one pick, or your, your, your first round pick, and, yes. and Daniel Jones, and Saquon. Saquon Barkley. And this team, right, was Gettleman was talking about building an offensive line, building a force, right? Tell, tell, you you want you want to you want to build a running game so then you can run play yeah. action, and you want to give your team. I mean, we haven't been able to run the football. Like and I can't tell you the last time Since I the from, Super Bowl years. I know we have Barkley, who's been is, so you can get an amazing talent, but we haven't been successful in the running game since the Super Bowl days with Bradshaw and Jacobs, and even Derek Ward, if you want to add to. So for me, number four, if the Giants were at number four, they stay at number four. It's either going to be an offensive lineman or it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. To me, the Giants are still going to stick with defense because I think that defense was so bad last year that they need playmakers. They need versatility. And Joe Judge even said it. You need versatility. Well, that speaks to Isaiah Simmons. That's right. That's literally the definition of Isaiah Simmons. They can still get. There's going to be some talented offensive lineman in the second round. Or if they wanted to, they could trade back into the first round and get one of those tackles. To me... I know Daniel Jones is important. I know Saquon Barkley, but also that defense is important to be get to. We always talk about the New York Giants. Always were the personification of great defense, running the football, and play extra pass. Well, those are all things that the Giants need with this first round pick. To me, Isaiah Simmons is the best player available at that point. You take him, but what do I know? I'm not part of the Giants organization. I'm just a guy talking what I love, and that's sports, talking about Big Blue. I don't know what's going to happen in next month, but that's still our predictions. We still will be giving mock drafts out next week 2.0, so don't forget about that. So let me shift over to this. And we kind of just talked about Brady a little while and the quarterback market, but I wanted to stick on the Patriots in this Brady situation because I know everybody and Patriot fans are probably, I don't know how Patriot fans are feeling dealing with now. You're in quarantine, you just lost Mookie, Chris Sale's on Tommy John, and just uh, he's, got, on Tommy he's, on, he's on Tommy John. <laughs> he's getting Tommy John, and now you lose Brady. So I don't know how Boston fans are feeling currently in the sports world with, with everything's occurring. But can losing Brady... Can it actually benefit the Patriots? And you might say, oh, you're crazy. You're out of your damn mind. No, but realistically, look at the Colts. If you want to talk about the Colts and with Peyton Manning. When Peyton Manning went down, he had the injury. They got rid of him. You didn't think they were going to get rid of him. But they eventually tanked. I wouldn't say tank, but they were the worst team in the league. They eventually lost. Because you never want – no football team's ever going to tank. 
And everybody that wants to think it, we all thought the Miami Dolphins were going to do it last year, and look how they turned out to be. The Patriots, the Colts, very similar organizations at the time. The best in the AFC, well-respected around the league. The Colts got rid of Peyton Manning, and they were bad. Then they took a guy named Andrew Luck. I yeah, know but they fell into that position. But they did, exactly. They were bad. They took a guy in Andrew Luck who was the most highly scouted prospect since John Elway, okay? I know that he retired. I know they didn't win a Super Bowl. But Andrew Luck took them to places that they didn't think they would ever do. And for what that he had around him and for where he got to got them, I know it's so tragic to see that Andrew Luck is not playing right now because of the bad drafting after drafting Andrew Luck, and that's where they are. Then you look back right now, move down the line, the Patriots, same position. Don't have a quarterback that has any proven, I mean, any reason to say that's our guy. Jerry Siddham, maybe. Cody Kessler, probably not. But they need to look at an option, a quarterback. Do they go bring back Brissett? Do they go trade for Andy Dalton? And we just mentioned Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Do they go after those guys? But I think that the Patriots could benefit from this because down the road, and I know they're never going to tank because there is a guy named Bill Belichick that's still as the head coach, and we know that he will never. And I expect this team to still be competitive. But if they ever got to that situation, would there is a guy that's coming out next year that has been portrayed as the best quarterback prospect since oh let me guess andrew luck wow and that's trevor lawrence so would the new england patriots maybe i don't know if they were looking to try to trade a julian edelman try to pick up draft assets for the future and guess what if they do not become a top five pick next year they're still winning seven to eight games maybe nine guess what do they use a package deal and go up to that number one pick if they were desperately needing a nine quarterback? Nine games, they'd have to. That's true. They, they would have to give up a lot. But is the, is that deal sweet enough? Is that player good enough for you to say? And with Trevor Lawrence, you see that he is has the capabilities of being a great professional quarterback. He has all the tools of a make like that could be great. Andrew Luck, very similar. Well, here's the thing: it only worked out for the Colts because they got the number one pick and they and they got Andrew Luck. And you were hoping that he would be there for the future. Um, in the short term, you say no. Absolutely not. Not this year, no. Because Peyton Manning was still the better player to have in of the course, future. Yes. And Andrew Luck took that team to three straight playoff appearances. When take away the had When they had no reason to be in the playoffs. Take away they the had retirement. No Andrew Luck was one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Forget about the retirement. Up before he, no, he, I was, know that. he was definitely up there. So was it worth it for the Colts at the time? Probably. Well, no, well, here's the thing. The only reason why they did that is because of the neck surgery, and they didn't think he was going to be able to play. That's the only reason. This is not This is not a similar thing to Brady because he's not hurt. I know he's this not is hurt. About, listen, this is about power. This is about 20 years of kissing rear end and not being able to have any power. It's like finally, after my life, after 32 years, I finally got a house and I could finally move out and do my own thing. That's what it's about. He finally is old enough to do his own thing. It took 20 years, took enough kissing rear ends, and 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 and, and took and, 32 years and, right? and, and, and taking Belichick's crap. But that's what it's about. He got 50 million guaranteed. That's what he wanted. He wanted warmer climate. He wanted weapons. Okay, everyone's like, he wanted a Super Bowl team. Then why wouldn't he go to the 49ers or this team or that team? If you think about it, the Buccaneers are probably one of the most loaded teams. They have 2,000-yard receivers. Okay, they don't have a, a serious back, but doesn't mean they can't Maybe find they pieces. Could. And the Patriots never had a big-time running back. Okay, they didn't. 
Who's the big time running back that the Patriots Corey have? Dillon. They had with Garrett Bond for a little Then they had Corey Dillon. And then they had Sony Michelle and James White and Deion Lewis. And I mean, I can go on and on. Are you He's singing a, a song now? But, like... but it's always been the receivers and the weapons. I mean, you've got two tight ends in Tampa Bay with Cameron Bray and OJ Howard. That's what it's about. The the Patriots are not going to tank, and they're not. I, I don't expect any team to ever tank, and they're not going to stink. That's the thing. Belichick's too good of a coach to, for them to be bad. They have still a too good of a defense to be bad. So this team is going to be fighting for an AFC title next year. Doesn't matter who their quarterback is. It does. I don't care. So if Andy Dalton's their quarterback, they're going to be fighting for a playoff thing. It might nine and seven might win the AFC East. Andy Dalton led that Bengals to five straight playoff appearances in a in a tough division against the Ravens and Steelers and, the, and you know at the time the crappy Browns. The, the, Andy Dalton's a very smart quarterback, a guy that can work in their system. So to say that if they get um, there's a deal for Eric Ebron, two years, oh, yeah, $10 million. Two, two years, a good, deal, a nice for the, good deal for the Steelers. Um, they need a tight end. They lost the two tight ends last year. That'll help definitely that offense. Not to take away from the subject, but the Patriots are going to be competitive next year, unless unless their starting quarterback is Jared Stidham and Cody Kessler. Then I realistically think they're not going to have a playoff chance. But if Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston or Cam Newton or if they make a move for say like um, Derek Carr or, or someone else. Then, then I see that. But here's what's to say that at 23 they don't take a quarterback like Jacob Eason, big, strong, athletic. Court. I, I'm, I'm just. The, I think with the losses of um and the defensive side, I think they could they could be looking at defense again because that's what the, what was their strong suit last year, and that was what they majority of their wins came off because of how great that defense was, how great that you spe- just how great that special teams was, and I think that's what they're going to predicate their team on this year because they know this is going to be a different team coming coming next year. Doesn't matter who the quarterback, whether that's Jameis Winston, whether that's um Cam Newton, Andy Dolan, just whoever it is, it's going to be a new year for the Patriots. It's a new beginning for the New England Patriots. A new future I just, I just for the think, New England I just think with teams, and I think this goes with any position on the football team, um, running back, tight end, defensive line, any position, you don't want to hold on a guy for too long. That's the thing. You, you want to you in a way you want to be Belichick. You want you would rather get rid of the guy one year too early than one year too late. I think if we've learned anything from the NFL and these contracts and what's going on with all these positions and players, I mean, look at out and uh, I'm not trying to take away from him, but Everson Griffin, one of the better defensive linemen consistent and defense, consistent pass rushers, is released from the Vikings. He hasn't signed. Yeah. Clowney. I know he has injury concerns, but this guy's sitting on the market. Now, they want big money, and I understand that. They play a violent game, and they want to get the most money guaranteed. And they play an important position, though. Very important. Probably the second or third most important position in pass rushing. Yep. But these guys are sitting on the market. Still available. So, you know, what's that say to me? That says that we'd rather get younger, cheaper, and unless you're a team that knows you are one or two players away, like Denver was. They had the defense. They moved. They moved, They moved. made the move to get DeMarcus Ware, and they brought in Peyton Manning. They teamed Demarcus Ware with Von Miller, so you got the pass rusher. They had Chris Harris. They had Tulane. Well, that's what the that's. A, and and then you brought in Peyton Manning, and well, at the time he was still good. That's true, but they also haven't found a quarterback up until maybe this year and Drew Locke. And then if you want to talk about going big and, and you're close to winning a Super Bowl, just look at and we're going to talk about it in a couple minutes. Los Angeles Rams. They went all in because they were they felt they were a piece away from making 
a Super Bowl, or winning a Super Bowl, signing all these guys to big contracts. Now look at the position the Rams are in. You look at Todd Gurley. You look at Dante Fowler. Gone. All these guys. Jared Goff overpaying. I mean, they're going to still they're have. They're looking to uh, they're, release or trade Brandon Cook. Should we Clay Matthews is another one. Um, Jalen Ramsey. They went all in on Sue. that. They don't have. Yeah, Sue as well. They don't have a first round pick for the next couple years. I mean, this is what a team that you shouldn't be trying to do is going all in sometimes and overpaying on these guys. I know they're great at the time. I get that. I understand it. But you have to know the the consequences of possibly knowing what could happen moving forward. It's good for one year. It'll probably hurt you in the long run, the three to five year and market. And that's where I wanted to shift to as well. I think what the Patriots... They could benefit because it does. I don't know what the with Belichick. It's always tough that's a question that can't be answered until that is next true. year. But to me, if there's a possibility, if they needed a quarterback, if they were looking for just a a rent rent a guy for a year or something like an Andy Dalton, a veteran yeah. presence that could come in, knowing that you have a guy like Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence coming. Can next I interrupt year, for one then second? They cool. My only thought process, and it depends what you're giving up. I don't know, but I'd rather do a one-year deal with Winston. In New England. Yeah, I would right, do a then, one year then trade with for, any of these for, quarterbacks. Well, here's the thing. Then trade for Andy Dawn because I don't want to give up value. I don't want to give up any assets. How That's, much do you think he would go for? Sixth, seventh pick? Quarterback? Maybe fourth. Oh. Third or fourth? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that. I don't, if, I don't know. If, if yeah. you're the Bengals, you can hold them hostage and say, listen, you're the one that needs the quarterback. I don't. I can hold on to Andy yeah. Dawn, and the, the Patriots could play the game well. What is Andy Dawn going to do for you? Well, he could be a veteran backup presence to Joe Burrow. And God forbid Joe get Burrow gets hurt or he starts really bad. It's nice to have that veteran Fitzpatrick, okay? He's made a killing, and Chase Daniel, a killing on being valuable backups. And listen, Trubisky has a bad game. Chase Daniel, go in and get us some wins. You know, Josh Rosen or whoever the yeah. quarterback is for Miami. Go. I think Josh Rosen's another possibility of maybe trading and going for a cheap deal because of Brian Flores. But like I just said a couple minutes ago, some teams like to make those moves, the all-in moves. And some teams, it, it prevails like the Denver Broncos. They went all-in. They got Peyton Manning. And it worked out. They got two Super Bowl appearances. They won one. And then you see a team like the Rams. They went all-in. Jalen Ramsey and Dominican Sue signing Aaron Donald, Gurley. They still got to sign Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, another one that they went to go trade for. They're also trying to get rid of him now, Jared and uh, Jared Goff, the big contract. It worked at the time. They got to a Super Bowl, but now you look at the situation that they're in. And look at the situation, not just the Rams, but look at the situation in general with the running back market. And there's three, two names that just got signed today, but up until today, Three of the big running backs in this league the past couple years. Todd Gurley at one point, we thought it was the best running back in the game. Melvin Gordon was a top six or seven back at the time. Devontae Freeman, a top ten back. Up until today, we're all on the market. So what does that speak for the running back market? Now, Todd Gurley got signed like that by the Atlanta Falcons. They needed a running back because after losing uh, Freeman, getting rid of him, they signed him. Melvin Gordon just recently just signed the big big breaking news. He's going to the Denver Broncos. For, for nothing, though. For two, and this, and you got to think about this. Now, this is what I want to get into quickly is you look at Melvin Gordon's situation, okay? He's on a new team. He got a little pay. Then you look at a team like, Le and then Le'Veon Bell, another guy. Both of those guys got paid less than what those teams were offering. The Steelers would have paid him more than what the Jets were paying him. 
Melvin Gordon was going to get paid more by the Chargers, ten million per year, and now he just went for two million less. And I'm surprised. Yeah, he got, and, only and, for, and only for a two-year deal. And I'm surprised it went for even that much because the running back market is not popular in the NFL world. It's not important. They The running back position has to be literally at the bottom of the totem pole in value in the NFL. I think you would and rather have a, a top tight end, pay a big-time tight end, than you would And that's back. why we relate this to some of the big backs moving forward. I mean, Dalvin Cook are coming off a huge year. Christian McCaffrey, who's been probably the best back the past two years. Zeke just got paid last year. Alvin Kamara is another one. Wow. Leonard Fournette, Marlon Mack, James Conner. And not to mention, down the road a couple years from now, our guy Saquon Barkley. So what does that do for those guys? I know they're great. I know they've been they're so talented. They do so much. They have such a great impact on the team, offensively and as a whole. But what happens now with all these moves, with Devontae Freeman, Todd Gurley, and, and Melvin Gordon being on the market, getting released? What does it say about these future running backs who are great? What does it say about them? It's, it says that you, you draft them early, you abuse them, and then you and you, I and, mean, and, and you use them, and then you drop I them. I mean, will the, Cowboys, because, will the Cowboys have the same... Will make the same mistake as the Rams did with the, so with the big one contract. Year, one million, one year, one six year million million It's a proven deal. See if he can still play. I mean, the, the, the Dallas Cowboys just signed Zeke to that monster contract last year. Will they regret giving him that contract? I don't think so. Because then why is everybody out? Why would why are we always talk about everybody? I see. Else? I don't worry about Zeke. I don't. And the way and the way Dallas systems run, he doesn't have any injury concerns in his past. Gurley did. Gurley had injury concerns coming out of Georgia. Coming out of Georgia. Okay. Melvin Gordon had injury concerns. Devontae Freeman had concussion issues. He's had issues. So, Barkley has issues. He just got injured this year. But I don't want. I'm not. Not saying. No, I know. I'm not saying he's injury prone. Dalvin Cook. I know. Has injury history. The running back market is sadly dead. Listen, the value is still there. To have a star running back is still very important, but it's it's got to be early. You can't. I just so they heard something. The, I don't think you can give a guy a second or third contract. He's not worth it. You have to. The way I said it, if I was a giant GM, the way I would handle Barkley is I'd use him for all five years. When the when after his fifth year, I'd franchise tag him. Franchise him. Well, you and, 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 gotta pick up the option. Well, of course, they're gonna pick up yeah. the option. I'm, that's why I said five years. Yeah. Get, get where I am. Get a little fast forward. Get right to the franchise tag. I gotta stoop, I gotta stoop down the year level. Well, you're already. Chris Sale got. He's on top of Tommy. He's John. on top. He's on top of Tommy John surgery. That doesn't even make sense. He's I, getting Tommy John surgery. I just gotta stoop to your level sometimes to but reach to you, so you can understand. See, you understand see, that's that. the problem. You you gotta insult me to try to make yourself feel better. We're brothers, bro. Can I give you? Don't touch me. The coronavirus. Okay. Um, That's messed up. The, the running back market is dead, and it's unfortunate because there's still great value. You know what a guy like Christian McCaffrey can do for your team. You know what a guy like Alvin Kamara can do. You know what Saquon Barkley can do for it. You know that Zeke for Dallas Cowboy, the Dallas Cowboys makes every sense and makes and makes everything run. What the heck was Cowboys? You're struggling right now already. Look, but that's what I'm saying. Like. You know, listen. You gotta take you the know, deal. You gotta take the. You gotta take the deal when the team offers. You know what's funny because we're talking about it now. But a year ago, do you remember when Zeke got this big contract and we're like, are we gonna be seeing a running back getting a hundred million dollar? 
contract. You thought dollars. that I didn't. But I never thought. I just asked it as a question. Could we have seen running backs McCaffrey, Barkley? No. And now look at a year back. You're seeing guys. Melvin Gordon just gets two years, sixteen million. You just said that you Gurley. told me that you read something that maybe the Panthers would even consider. I saw and I thought at the time trading Christian. McCaffrey. I think it's crazy because of how great of a talent he is. But realistically, you're looking at this running back market, and these are some of the best players in the league. Well, here's my thing: if Gurley didn't have the knee issues. And I and I think that all and I think this all stems back to college and it could be tendonitis. We don't really know what's wrong with his arthritis, what, what, tendonitis, arthritis, whatever it is, Somethingitis. something that is bothering his knee. If he's not, he's still on the Rams, and we're not, and we might not be talking about this question. We might be just saying, hey, listen, Melvin Gordon. There's not a big market for you. That just that that just might be the the deal, yo. Like I'm not going to pay a running back ten million dollars. We saw it. Four of the top running back, uh, highest paid running backs last year, Le'Veon Bell, wasn't the guy that we saw in Pittsburgh. David Johnson hasn't played gotcha. hasn't played a full season in two seasons. Gotcha. And um, well, Zeke had a great year, and yep. then Gurley had a really poor year. So those were the top four paid running backs. Three of the four didn't even break a thousand yards. Zeke had over thirteen hundred yards rushing, but, but Dallas's offense and Zeke's offense kind of all flows. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just it kind of works and. And unless he has an injury injury with Zeke, that's the only thing that I think that slows that down. I think that's a good deal. So what does it mean? But like that's what I just want. It's just you look at these guys. I just think that teams are going to be smarter about paying the running backs, and I think what you're going to see more is. Do, do these players have to realize this though? Because I know that everybody deserves. I know that Christian McCaffrey deserves his money. I know that Alvin Kamara deserves his money. Barkley, Dalvin Cook, these guys deserve their money. I get that, but they have to come to realization that. You're not going to get the money that you're expecting because of the market and the value that these owners just, and teams and franchises have all around with the running back position. I just think with the running backs, like Gurley, okay, so he was on, was it still his rookie deal, I believe? I believe it was his rookie deal. They paid him after the third year. Two years left, yeah. Two years left. Now, people and the, people questioned the Zeke thing last year because he still had two years left. So you 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 wonder, like, hey, should he wait? Um, and you know, sorry, I'm watching the girly highlights from college. I mean, he was he, a, if he, he doesn't he, get it, he was unbelievable. Uh, he he would have been a top five talent when uh, he came he out was, of the draft. He was unbelievable. But uh, that's my back. that's my point is that you look at these guys, they're so great. Here's what I, I, the so my point, and I'm sorry to interrupt again, that's like okay. I always do. Go on. Is what you're gonna have to do is what I said with the running back is pay him year to year you can't pay a running back after his third year you can't you can't give him that big money because you just saw what the Rams did they gave him a huge contract mm-hmm. after his third the year time, paid running back. and really what you did is you paid him 34 million dollars over the, the two years and then you cut him and by cutting him yesterday by 4 p.m. Eastern time they didn't have to pay him the ten and a half million dollars bonus and sign and contract base salary and signing bonus that he would have been obligated to get after 4 p.m. yesterday. But this is what's incredible, and I told you to just read this, and we looked it over. You think about this. They rather not pay him the ten million dollars signing, but the ten million dollars. They'd rather cut him and have twenty million dollars in dead cap, which means it's just there that they have to pay and they can't do anything with it and use toward free agents than pay him ten million dollars. That just shows what type of injury concerns he has, and it just shows where the running back market is for them. I mean, Austin Eckler got paid yes last last week. Yeah, last week for because Melvin Gordon was out. So you got to take the money when it's offered. I think the running back market is going to go. I it's think unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. It's like this whole situation that's going around. It's just an unfortunate situation with the running back position. They're not going to get the money that they expect. 
and that's just how it is. I would just ask you. I would just ask fans or uh, football fans. Do you agree with that? That the running back market is just listen. Use them and then get rid of them. Trade him while he still has value. I mean, like you know what I mean. Like if if you're say we'll use this for example. We'll use Barkley. So you got Barkley for five years. By the end of his, by maybe after the fourth or fifth year, do you trade him for some some assets? Do you trade him for a defensive player and a first round pick? Do, do you do, what do you get for him? What could you get? I mean, what could Carolina get for Christian McCaffrey if you're going full rebuild? Do you trade Christian McCaffrey? Or do you give two first round picks? I mean, here's the thing: if I'm the Jaguars, I'm not paying Leonard Fournette. If I'm the Vikings, I'm not paying Dalvin Cook. He's got injury concerns. Marlon he's Mack. Marlon Mack. Mack has, he's yeah, injured. He's so, I mean, that's a really... James Conner. That's another, a really I mean, steep hill to climb. Yeah. And it's tough because running backs, the way the pounding they take... Other than, uh, other than Zeke and injuries, I mean, McCaffrey hasn't gotten injured that I know of. Knock on knock wood. Knock on wood. Um, but Barkley had the injury history this year, or injury this year. Um... Dalvin Cook, all these guys have had some sort of injury. So how much are you really willing to invest in them? That's what it comes down to. And it's unfortunate because these are some of the best players in the league. And to see, I mean, some might even say that Christian McCaffrey may be the best offensive player non-quarterback in the game. It's it's it stinks. It's unfortunate. It stinks. It does. But it's it's the nature of the ball game. I mean, really, that's what it's well, that's what it's come to the NFL nowadays. That's what it is. They value the quarterback as expected. The offensive, ta- the left tackle, the cornerback, pass rusher. Hell, I think you could even say receiver may be more valuable than a running back. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. It's just because look at Michael. Ta- all these guys. Middle linebacker. Great. It's just unfortunate that these guys who are some of the best in the league. Are maybe not gonna maybe not gonna get the money that they expect, That's or they deserve. Oh, That's yeah. probably the better word that they deserve. Yeah. But it's just where the game is, and where it's changing, changing, where it's transitioning to. I mean, we're talking Patrick Mahomes, two hundred million dollar contracts, and we're talking like running listen, backs are getting less five, than six, a million, a million a year, but. <laughs> That's all, that's where it's now. That's it's become a pass happy league, a quarterback driven league, and we talk about it all the time. That's where it is now. And these running backs who are, are so great and so talented, and I'm glad you said that, are not going to get the money they deserve. And you look at the two teams that have won the Super Bowl last two years. I mean, you could probably go longer, but I mean, you look at the Chiefs this year. They let running backs go. I mean, they let go of Kareem Hunt, and I mean, they just used a different, three different running backs yeah. at different times during the season. Yep. And McCoy was the guy for a couple weeks. Damian Williams. Last year, the Patriots. I mean, I mean, the so, Eagles so, ran with three running backs. So, a, so, you, what's, you the po- so yeah. what's the point of having a a number one Alpha. every down every down back? Yeah. Because it really, where has it, where has it really gone? I mean, even the 49ers who made the Super Bowl, they had a three-back system. They didn't have it. They don't have no. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, here's the thing: they paid big money for Gerald McKinnon. He hasn't played one, like one down in the regular season in two years. I know. So, uh, it's it's an unfortunate. It's it's it stinks. And, and they're not going to get the money they deserve, as you said it best. Yes. Let me just close out with this: free agency. It's a it's a weekend. I just want to say one uh, one team. I'm going to give you one team that I think that has taken a major step forward, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. And with the move of DeAndre Hopkins, which we didn't even talk about, you get the number one possible receiver in the league for a bag of chips. You'll take that any day. Could be you a good get, bag of chips. Uh, could be Cheetos for te- in Could case. be smart food popcorn. It could be. <laughs> what kind of chips? Cape Cod. Don't even say anything else other than Cape Cod. I, I do like ruffles. Oh, ruffles, no, sour cream, and cheddar. Cape Cod chips. Are the, oh, just regular. Give me just the regular chips. Come on. But DeAndre Hopkins getting traded for nothing. Look at that. The Cardinals 
They got a top 10 pick. If they can draft a tackle now, that shores up that they look like they're going offensive line with their first pick. If they could get one of those four offensive tackles. Which they're probably with their, with, Yeah, exactly. With their franchise quarterback in Kyler Murray, boy, oh, boy, you got something special brewing in, in, in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury, they're doing a heck of a job out in Arizona. And one more team, I'll even give you an extra team, the Cleveland Browns. I think the Who Cleveland stole my team? Well, that's the team I was going to give. But uh, that's what great minds think alike, though. But, uh, let me just back you up on that. So, I like the movie. You get Zach Conklin. Oh, Jack, yeah, right tackle. Jack, so, right tackle, uh, a, a Pro Bowl caliber right tackle. Zach Conklin? No. Jack Conklin. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> My speech impediment is kicking in. Um, Typical. So you so you get the sure right tackle, all right? You mm-hmm. get a, a big presence guy that can bring them back to the running game because you know they got two great running backs. Then you get the best tight end in the market in uh, Hooper. Oh, yeah, Austin Hooper. That's uh, a hell of a so, so, you, so you get a tight end, and you already have DJ uh, I mean, uh, Ninagoku. You have you have uh, Beckham. So, you listen, you look at that team. They are loaded, okay? Now it's up to Baker Mayfield to take the next step. And well, because got... where you're in your draft position, they're a top-10 team. You could take another tackle, tackle, tackle and have your two star tackles for the future or they can go defense. No. In this case, you have I look, you got the talents. You got Najoku. You have Hooper. You have Beckham. You have Landry. You have talent. Kareem Hunt's still there. Nick Chubb. This is an offensive juggernaut type team that we were talking about last year. Guess what? You get Conklin. Bam. Right tackle. You get the left you get the left tackle. You draft one of those, whether it's Beckton, Willis, Wirfs, or Andrew Thomas. Bam. Franchise quarterback, Baker Mayfield. The Browns could be set yeah. moving oh. forward. Both of those teams, the Cardinals and the Browns. Who would have thought the Cardinals and the Browns, the laughing to us, were the winners right now of free agency? And But they didn't overspend. It was smart moves. It was a smart they move. They just got the best of the – I mean, the, I mean if you're Arizona, the Cardinals you get for nothing. You have Larry Fitzgerald on one side. You have DeAndre Hopkins in the other. You have Christian Kirk in the slot. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, who we've seen is a stud. Not bad. And then you have Kyler Murray. So you solidify your offensive line with yeah. a draft pick. Yeah. And your defense will get better, and you're building something. And and maybe to say the most competitive and best division going forward in football. <laughs> Got the peanut gallery joining us. You got the peanut. One and uh, who's your team that has taken kind of has, that's kind of disappointed you? <sighs> disappointed me? Uh, that hasn't done a lot. I mean, we could say Tampa because they got the. I mean, Tampa, no, I like the money. Uh, no, you, you, you could put the, No, you could say a team that's improved. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They yeah, get I mean, I, I, I'm not going to knock any team. Um, you, I don't really have a team that I'm going to knock right now. Okay. You, you you don't know right now. What's How about this? Have you have you liked the Giants moves? How about that? We'll just do that. I mean, I I pretty much applauded him on the show, so I'm not going to knock the moves. Okay. You get you get a, you get a guy who's healthy at middle linebacker, who's solid and can be a leader going forward at linebacker. Wants to say you get you, get you get a number one corner. And Bradbury, so you solidify the secondary. You pick up a block and tight end who can is going to be an extra uh, value piece to the running game, you know. And then you pick up a uh, Nate Ebner safety, but he's more of a special teams guy from New England. Joe uh, Joe Judge knows how to use him. And listen, special teams is one third of the game. It's a very important part of the game. And they re-signed Alex Rose, uh, Alex Rosas, the yeah. tight end. They put a second second round tender on him, so if a team wanted to pay him, they'd have to give up a second round pick. Hopefully, he'll be better. Listen. It's all it's all good for the NFL right now. In, in, in such a sad time right now in the world and in sports world, the NFL is capitalizing like no other sports. I mean, this is the best thing that could ever happen to the NFL. 
Because there's I mean, nothing we, else on TV to talk about we already in the sports world except for the NFL. We already know the NFL dominates the headlines no matter what because they're the big brother. They're they're the, the alphas of the sports world. But to see what they have, they're capitalizing on... And like I said, you know what's going around the world. You know what's occurring, and that's why we're here. We're not in the studio. We're not at our guy Joseph McGuire's studio as well because everybody's taking the proper precautions. That's what we need to do. So for the next couple weeks, we're going to be doing shows from here, and we got to get used to this new lifestyle as everybody should be because it's 2020. This is reality, ladies and gentlemen. But we are going to be signing off. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Check us out. If you didn't get to check us out, Facebook, Keys to the City. You can check us out on Spotify, Square, iTunes. Squarespace. Keep, Square, check out Clovercrest Media, uh, squarespace.com, Clovercrest. Um, that's where a lot of our audio and podcasts will be going. You, if you if you like other podcasts, wrestling and other uh, Yankees podcasts and anything else, there's some great podcasts on Clovercrest Media, Squarespace, so check it and out. And if you're interested in doing a podcast, you can message our guy, Joseph Aguirre, the fan favorite Joseph Aguirre. But ladies and gentlemen, everybody try to have a great rest of the weekend. Stay healthy. Stay healthy as always safe. go out and enjoy go outside don't stay don't stay in the house go outside outside i'm not talking literally outside go just go go enjoy life because we have to make the most of the situation ladies and gentlemen do you want to say bye you want to say bye no? bye okay well rocky's saying bye first bye ladies and gentlemen clovercrest media presents keys to the city we are out yeah Streaming every Friday.